What's up, music junkies? Thank you for tuning in. Um, we have a special guest today, uh, DT. Um, thank you for coming on the show. You know, we really appreciate that. Um, so, you know, the first question I want to ask is, how did you get started, you know, making music? How did, you know, everything fall into place? Like, like I said, music, like I said, music for me, man, like, it's always been a part of my life. Like, when I was young, my mom, she kind of forced me, you know, singing into the church and the choir. And stuff. So, like I said, that's kind of how I got my first taste of music. But I always want to play ball, like basketball type shit. So, it wasn't really a serious thought for me, I guess, until I got older. Like I said, like, like I said, fifth, sixth grade. And uh, it's going to be funny. I made a, a little mixtape, like a set mixtape. My auntie had brought me like a little boy order thing and a piano. Yeah. I don't know how to play piano, but. <laughs> You had like one of the ones where they had like the little instrumentals already pre-uploaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like rapping. I'm in like the fifth grade, bro. Just like making mixtapes, talking about like school girls, you know, sports shit like that. You feel me? Yeah. And I remember yeah. I saw a lot of folks call, like called ecstasy. I didn't even know what ecstasy was, <laughs> but <laughs> I had heard the word before, and I felt like I knew what it was. I made after that, my cousins and all that shit, I let them hear it. They was laughing. They was like, this shit kind of go hard, bro. Like, <laughs> you, should, you should perfect your craft more. That's what kind of, it wasn't forced upon me, but it was something, I, like I said, I never had no intentions on, oh, I just want to be a rapper. Like, yeah. shit, I want basketball. So, but when it, you know, sometimes the shit we want to do may not be what we was meant to do. So, all right, so, uh, how, so how, hold on. Mario, how what? tall now, are I, you? Are you tall enough to play professional basketball? That's these foot. I'm Six tall foot. enough to play professional basketball. Well, you're 5'2". Shut Bro, the look fuck at Kobe. Out, fuck off. Look at Kobe, man. I'm like, when I play ball with people, I'm usually the shortest guy on the court still for like maybe a point guard or two because, you know, most kids are like 6'4", 6'5". Six, six, yeah. But it's like I jump so high, bro, that I can literally like my neck – like this part of my neck will real when I jump. Anybody that has played basketball, damn, you got some mad hops. I, I gotta, I gotta see that. <laughs> I gotta see that. Mad hops. No, I got mad hops. And what's funny is I got a daughter. Right, my daughter just turned three. Just turned three, August twenty third. Guess who else's birthday is August twenty third? Kobe's. Black Guess Mamba. Yeah. Loves basketball. Didn't even give her a ball. Didn't even show her a ball. She just picked it up. Her mama sent me a picture on her birthday. She got a basketball in her lap like this holding it. And I damn her back and said, Mamba Mia, because her name's Mia. Her mentality. She's going to have that Mamba mentality. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like it's fine because I ain't going to say I missed my opportunity, but I just didn't take it serious because of life, whatever was happening. But it's like, I'm I'm sure all of my attributes went to her. Yeah, yeah. Being a girl in the NBA is gonna be hard for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so if you mind, what does your writing process look like? Where do you usually begin when you uh, when you start your music, your songs, your creation? It's like, bro, I write some of the best music when I go through shit. You know, like when I first moved. When I first moved to Atlanta, and I, I was staying with somebody, but and they moved, so then it was kind of like I was like living in my car type shit, bouncing around. So that's what kind of made me write a lot of my songs when I first moved up. I put on three hundred nine, 
Okay. The shit I was going through. You know, just little little bull, as we say, little bullshit in life, lame stuff that we don't like and can't control that happening, you know, relationships, losing loved ones, just all kind of shit. And it's like, I get so angry the only way I can I feel safe about putting it out is music because it was sports and basketball, but you know, I gotta be real myself. I'm getting old. My knees my knees can't take that. Shit. <laughs> I, I play on concrete, I be playing on concrete gyms and like I'm not like LeBron and all them, you know, they're paying to keep their body in shape. Yeah. Well, bro, if you're jumping high enough for your neck to hit that fucking thing, you gotta yeah, way fucking, back down. You got those fucking <laughs> knees, man. <laughs> I got like I got like bad fucking knee. I ended up breaking this pinky right here, so now I can do this because I tore a tendon in it. Like I can lay my whole pinky down, but I can't do it with this finger. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so is it is it uh like your hook or is it more the verses that you kind of start first? Okay, neither. I'm gonna be neither. Because it's like, bro, I'll just start writing. I'll just start writing some shit. Like sometimes I'll come up with the hook first in my life. It's fine. But sometimes I'll be like, damn, I can't think of no hook. And I'll just be like, let me just write some, let me just write how I'm feeling right now. And yeah. then as I'm writing how I'm feeling, I may say a bar in the verse and I'm like, oh, shit, this can go in a hook. So I'll take that bar and build a hook. So it's kind of like it can depend. It it's, just depends. it's like a puzzle. You, you come up with little pieces and you just start putting it together. Yeah, just plugging it right in. There you go. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to paint a picture. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I can't, I can't really say it until I get started. Like I was writing some shit last night, and I still don't know what the name of the song is. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the hardest. I've always said the hardest part for me is the hook. That's just so fucking hard because that's the main thing. The main Everything part of the song. else needs to tie back into it exactly. somehow. So it's like, how the fuck? Do I, I I always like writing my verses first because I know you know. Okay, this song's gonna be about this. I'm gonna write you know the verse, and then the hook could come after, so I can make the hook the most important part of my song. I, I, know, I feel just... like you know I would want to write the hook first and then tie everything else in to kind of add those details, but it's all fucking hard, man. Yeah. Like, uh, what yeah, power but... to you? You might you might have a situation, bro, where like I you write a hook to a song, right? You feeling it, you feel what I'm saying? And see, like for me, I was I, I can and I have, but I take my time. So mm-hmm. it for my mood. But if you're writing a song in one sitting, that can apply, but sometimes you might write a hook for something. And then you start on another song and that hook actually goes harder on the song that you're writing. Yeah. So you might truly be writing a song and don't even know it and be like Damn, wait a minute. I'm talking about this new song. I wrote a hook. Shit. So you just gotta have like your own little vault of like hooks and riffs and stuff. Yeah. All real artists, I'll say this. I'm not knocking anybody because everybody, I, my motto is I feel like everybody should be entitled to do their own thing. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but I feel like all real artists, most artists do have like a folder or a book or a mental, just a bunch of songs that they've written. You feel what I'm saying? So what do you use? Do you use your your notes in like a smartphone, or you use like an actual journal to keep all your stuff? I use my notes in my smartphone because I always have my phone. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, you take it with you everywhere. It makes sense. Yeah, but I keep a pen and a piece of paper around just in case you might break. Yeah. Whatever. 
Yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving, and I open my nose because I'm thinking of a fucking, you know, a little line or, yeah. or two or three lines, and I'm like, just drop uh, it in there. Yeah, it might be with your knees. I'm not promoting it, but I be driving with knees. Yeah, I'm like, know. okay, I gotta, I gotta remember this. I gotta remember this. And then sometimes yeah. I turn on my video and I record the way I want it to sound, so I remember this is the flow I was thinking of. Because sometimes I could write it down and I don't remember. Oh, how was the fucking flow? You're like, how the hell did I hear that in my head? I, I don't. <laughs> That's the thing too. That's what kind of throws me. It's all about the flow. Like I might have a cadence or a flow for a song, and then I come back to it, and I'll be like, "What the fuck was I? How the yeah. fuck did I?" Think? You're like, "What how timing was I is say that?" These words, you know, how, yeah. you need to find out the sequence. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I might need to start doing that too. You know, that might need. To start doing <laughs> so to the people that you know listen to our podcast, John Da Vinci was the one that um, referred me. He's from episode 15, so you know, check that episode out. And you Good guys episode. are all part of Mash Life. Uh, yeah. how, how you know how did that come together, and how did you guys you know link up? How, tell me the story. West Bayern Middle School, man. Goddamn, <laughs> me, John, Vince, Mo Guns, Guwap, Jay Childish, uh, John. I mean, not John Wayne, but Jay Wayne, as he calls himself now. You know what I'm saying? Type deal. So it was just like, and can't forget do. You know, Marco, recipes Jamar and recipes Montrevis. It was like we was a dance crew, bro. <laughs> it was like, you know, uh, uh, all that shit. You know, we was like, we we kind of start. We we didn't start because you never can say you started something, but we kind of brought that vibe and that back to the city because nobody was doing dance crews. Everybody was doing. We, they seen us like we would literally like after we seen that movie Rise, bro. We would literally just go in the middle of the food court and just bust out dancing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I thought we was fighting. The teachers thought we was fighting because we had people just a circle running, like, a circle and yeah, shit. Like, oh, yeah. Shit, they over here with it again. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So <laughs> moving people, get out of the way, get out of the way. <laughs> you might got me just. You know, doing some crazy shit in somebody's face, or Bonte serving a guy. So, and then the teacher was like, uh, "Okay, yeah, break this shit up. Glad you're not fighting, but uh, break this." Shit up. Yeah, <laughs> y'all causing a commotion. It's yeah. a fire hazard. Fire hazard. You know, <laughs> real though. So, like, it got it went from that point, bro, to like when we graduated. I kind of started, like I said, I was gravitating toward the music slowly but surely throughout the whole dance crew from sixth grade all the way up until I graduated. You feel me? Like when, when I find, when I started doing music and we finally put a real name behind it, Mash Life, because it was Ko Click first, and then we just switched over Mash Life, which stands for Maintain a Successful Hustle. Feel everything. Feel what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like everybody in my crew on this daily rock. Like Jay, he, I mean, he do got down film and photography. You know, Mo and Goo up there more so along the line of promotions and uh, like fashion and stuff like that. Me and John, we do music, and we always said Jamil was the smart A and R type guy. You feel yeah. me? You know, him and do so. It's kind of like we always had everybody had a role, and it was a different role, but we were always hustling together. It's a little yeah. empire. They're yeah, they're building. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a Sunday dinner. Everybody sitting at the same table with different food. You see me? Everybody brought a different a dish. potluck. Yeah. Oh my gosh, potlucks. Yeah. So it's just kind of been like that's why I said it's, it's just been a real family affair since then. 
I'm saying? To the point where I can still remember the first day, first time, everybody that was with us. I can't forget Tar. I forgot Taurus. I he'd be mad if I if I didn't <laughs> call him out, shout him out. <laughs> he was there too, bro. Like was the, we was the guys, you know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. weren't like that big, but to us, bro, we knew we was gonna take it further than just dance. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we really met, bro. Dance. I ain't gonna lie. So, did you guys ever, you know, you guys had the dance crew. Did you guys ever do the the whole jerk thing? No, nah, we was crump dancing. Okay, okay. Crump? Battle, yeah, crump. Crump it. We was in the battle dancing because it was like, the Gator County crump be really like, okay, like I said, I was born in Georgia. My dad is from Florida, so I was like, I was, I was raised in both. So that's why I tell you, for Adipose, I was Tallahassee. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but... Decatur County is where I met all them boys at, and like that city, just that whole area from Decatur to Cairo, the Cairo back down to Tallahassee, like that whole area is just like competitiveness. Everybody's competitive. Like good competition. You got some bad, but it's like good competition. So it's like, okay, y'all got a dance crew for shit. Instead of us hating, me and my boys finna go create a dance crew and we'll see y'all in two weeks. And that's what it really came to. You had people that you didn't even know could dance, bro. Like, coming out of nowhere, like, football players. Watch out, I got this. You know what I'm saying? Just pop locking and all that. You're like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. You wouldn't even think it. So it's like, I'm not saying that we started anything. I would never say that. But it was a part of the movement to allow people to just be, like, be themselves. And, you know what I'm saying? You ain't always got to be up tight with shit. And, you know what I'm saying? You can let loose a little bit because... Time when when we you know in middle school you kind of trying to find yourself and figure it out. We was rapping, we was freestyling, but nobody was like okay in the studio just dropping rhymes and shit. Like come on, bro, we not sixth seventh grade. So most of the freestyling was early morning competitiveness. So we took that and applied it with the dancing. And I say for a couple years, bro, we had the whole school, if not the whole city, on that shit. Hell yeah, so there's definitely uh, some influence there, it sounds like. So that leads me to my next question. So what artists or genres typically influence you and your style? Okay, so I love, I got a couple where I start, you know, I love like old soul R&B. I love R&B all together. I love like old soul R&B, like Isaac Hayes, Ashley Brothers, Al Green, Shamal, even down to Keith Sweat in your eighties, like I love. That's all I heard growing up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that eighties, eighties heartbreak and love music, man. That's ah. It was it was very sex sexular, vulgar music. I will say that baby making music, bro. Very provocative. Yeah, that baby making music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it kind of makes sense to the why a lot of us is the way we is, but that's another story. Okay. But then, like, feel me. But as far as like music, I love all music. Like I said, I have. Favorite Spanish song, I got a favorite country song, uh, Rolling Stone. You know, my favorite two Spanish songs, Agua Nile, Suavemente. And, uh, Suavemente, besame. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm I saying? don't even know the rest of that song. It's good shit. Yeah, and so, you know, like, and, and even now when it comes to, like, hip-hop, I was influenced by, like, a lot of the, the OGs and older cats, like, you know, Master P, Eight Ball. The whole Memphis scene, player fly, uh, JT Money, T Pain, you know, just you know, Kanye. You feel me? It, it, like, I love music. So 
I kind of take something from everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. even before I was really on 21 Savage like that, people were telling me, hey, man, you sound like this dude like 21 Savage. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's when he was first coming out. Yeah. All right. They were like, when he was first coming out. So I was like, who the fuck is that? And it was a song I had did now called Young Tree. And I listened to it. And I, yeah, I do kind of a little bit sound like him. But it's like when you look at this man, this man like soulful. He like R&B music. You know what I'm saying? He like old school music. Yeah. He like OG. So it's kind of like I can relate to his vibe. So it's probably Same influences like, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like I feel like from the South, bro, like the, those more like Outkast and T.I. and all, especially if you're from Atlanta. You know, those people like that really influence you because for them boys, I can imagine it's like, damn, this man grew up in my neighborhood and not right down the street because that's how Fuck. I felt. Yeah, that's how I felt when T-Pain made it. Like, when T-Pain made it, fuck how everybody else in town has to feel about it, bro. I was happy. You know, I was like, damn. Somebody actually made it, regardless, you know, even though I know the backstory and everything that happened to the story, but it's like, damn, somebody made it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that put a spotlight on this city outside of fucking FSU and FAMU. Because, you know, if you if you say a lot of folks still to this day don't know T-Pain, they still know Tallahassee being the capital, FAMU, and for FSU. But this man basically put a city in his name because the T is for Tallahassee, Tallahassee Pain. It's like, I because my, some of my folks was like around this man and hang around this man and I seen him, you know, a couple times type shit, you feel me? Yeah. I was so it made me feel like I feel like damn, this my cousin. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I ain't fly, you feel me? Like, cause Tallahassee ain't but so big. So I felt like that was my cousin. I felt like somebody that I knew made it. And that's what really pushed me over there. It's like, I gotta start taking this shit serious, bro. This man made it off the ridge road. Well, that's kind of that's kind of like the the whole meaning behind Mash Life, right? Is you're bringing people up, you know, everyone around you, regardless on if they're part of your fucking crew or part of your friends. It's just bringing people up all together. It, yeah, that's what it's, that's how it's supposed to be because it's like outside of like me and me, Bonte, and Bill, you know what I'm saying? Those three right there, those are my cousins, but I mean. Bunte, walk the rest of them boys like that's just family. You feel what I'm saying? I wouldn't treat them no different because they wouldn't treat me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like shit. If I'm fucking up, they let me know if they fucking up vice versa. If I'm doing good, XYZ, like down to a point, you know what I'm saying? Shit, but yeah, I let my wallet, man, get me something to eat, but you owe me. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's fam. You see what I'm saying? Type shit. Like we can't up together, so it can't it I ain't gonna say it can't be nothing. That because you never know how the cards play out, but I wouldn't have it on any other way, like that. right? Okay, so, um, for anyone that hasn't listened to you yet, how would you describe your sound? You know, you could say something like, Oh, like a cross between Post Malone and fucking 21 okay. Savage, <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if any two artists had a baby and had a music sound, what would yours be? 21 Savage and Currency, hell yeah, okay, hell yeah. Because it's like currency. I've been listening to currency since like 2009. That's my boy. I still want to. Damn, bro. That's, still want to do a song with that man. That's fucking 11 ass years and shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I've been locked in with bro for a minute. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to get that feature. I'm just working towards coming. But it's like, that he, he kind of, you know, what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what he do. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he just. 
chill vibe, and I've always been a chill person because if if I don't really know you like that, you know, I probably I'm, I'm more like, you know, what I'm saying people that know me know I, I open up more, and it's yeah. like or on one side that kind of come from the environment, not saying that I necessarily grew up in, but necessarily that I was in or the people that surrounded me, like, okay, well, you ain't finna be a fucking puppy around a, a bunch of wolves. Yeah. And so it's like, either you gonna, you with us or you ain't type shit. So that's kind of where that comes from. Like, that's what the raw side of my music come from. Not necessarily saying always me, 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 I'm just out here doing all this shit. Crazy outlandish movie, gangster shit. It, it ain't even like that. It's just like a lot of shit that went on around me and a lot of folks that went that was around me that either was on that shit, you feel what I'm saying, or still was a part of that or still is, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like for my music, it's either personal self or personal as far as POV, you feel like what I'm saying, what I'm exposed to, you know? So, and I, and I do let people know that shit because a lot of people are mislead people and Oh yeah, da 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 da, and it's like what well, folks don't have to re- well, folks gotta realize they break out the answer for that shit one day in this music game, bro. You gotta in life, not even in music, in life you gotta answer for everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like I try to stay true to myself in my music, and that's kind of why I feel like it's not saying hard for me to just drop, drop, drop. But I got to the point where I just don't get in the mood to drop because I'm not just gonna go in here and just talk about everything. Like, yeah, hey, sometimes man. you're not going through some shit. And you're like, man, I'm not inspired. Well, fuck, maybe that's a good thing. That way, I'm not going through. Yeah, you know, it's like I ain't gonna be like, yeah, VVS is on my wrist. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got two rubber bands around my wrist for my hair. Like, come on, man, stop, stop the bullshit. It's real life shit going on with people. We it ain't always got to be a fantasy land because I feel like this motherfucker that waking up every morning. Going to their nine to five can't relate to a person that's talking about, you know, I ain't gonna say scamming, but you know, whatever they're doing to get their money that's outside of that person's nine to five. Like some people just like a chill vibe. Not everybody likes fantasy land. And a lot of people, you know, live in fantasy land until they actually get there. I'm the type of person like shit. It's so much shit that going around me, man. I, I can make a fool. Oh, you're talking about those fuckers that fake it till you make it. Yeah, 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 like, nah, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You're, you're either it or you're not. That's yeah. that's the perception that the thing the about it. You gotta have the thing about it is that music is is made for you know catching people's attention, getting people in their feelings, helping people get through the shit that they're going through. You know, that's why you know I relate to you know certain rappers or certain um, singers or certain bands because they talk about shit that I've gone through or shit that I'm going through currently, and they help me get through that. When you're listening to I mean, me personally, I don't like listening to the people that just talk about partying and talk, just talk about, you know, getting money and fucking bitches. Cause I, you know, I don't, I don't go through that every day of my fucking life. I don't party every fucking day. I don't drink every day. You know, it does sell for the club scene. I want to get to my deep emotions and my feelings and shit. That's what music is is for me. It's an escape, like. Like one of my songs, I had said at the beginning of the song, I said, "When sometime when life get hard, you just gotta play your part." Yeah. And shit gonna happen for a reason. That's part of who you are. Like you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you shit like that. You feel me? I could. I do have my even and even on my turn up song. It's just the beat turned up. But if you listening to the shit I'm talking about, either I'm telling the story or I'm trying to catch you in a way where I'm still telling the story. But it's like it's an underlying deeper meaning, and the beat gonna keep you make this. Keep yeah, you it's it, hey, it's not 
your fault if people can't read between the lines and shit. You know, it's like it's up to them. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I kind of opened the door a little bit to current music. And, you know, a lot of the current music is pretty much just I don't even know what the fuck it is. So what's your opinion on, you know, the current music and how rap and hip hop has been kind of pushed into? It's like, I like it because I love seeing people doing what they feel makes them happy or providing or whatever the, you know, their case may be. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's kind of like, oh, you know, don't nobody really like the, 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 the fakes, the lames, the people that do all that extra shit to just let your music speak for itself, you know, type like that. But I feel like today's music kind of like selling dope. The reason I say that is because it's just like, okay, let me go in here and cook some shit up right quick, sir, to these folks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? It ain't necessarily like, okay, let me take my time and you know, the packaging and, and, and the product, and I'm going to actually grow it and put thought into it. It's just like, shit, man, give me that right there. Let me mix this up. Boom, boom. Let me go hit that right quick. Hit the cone. Sorry, these folks. Okay. That's why they made streams. So that way you can make money because it's just like selling dope. It Like, look at Lil Baby. Lil Baby became, and him and NBA Youngboy came up off of streams. NBA Youngboy took over YouTube because he made certain songs only accessible through YouTube. Smart as hell. I'll give him that. Yeah. I don't know if he thought of that. Whoever his, you know, people is, but that was smart as fuck. But Baby got songs with so many people all over the place that it's like, shit, he getting money from here, there, here, and there. So it's like, it's just like the dope. It's kind of like, all right, what you got? Man, I got this going on. Right, you got to slang that shit. Yeah. Yeah, let's slang that shit for a minute. And then, goddamn, I'm going to move on. It's not, it's strictly business now, in which that's not a problem, but it kind of is when you got a fake, like, oh, it's, it's love and, you know what I'm saying? We here, we locked in and shit, because you'll see two dudes come in the game together and then now they beefing and it's like, well, damn, what the fuck? Y'all was just locked in for life. Now it's yeah. like, it's, so it just be a lot of fake shit going on. That's the only thing. That, and that's what I see a lot of other artists when I watch interviews say the same thing. It's just the fake shit that people don't like. Like, like type of person I am, bro, you ain't got to fake it to kick it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, however you is, however you is. If we gonna get that money, let's get that money. I'm not finna let that get in the way of who the hell you is. Like, homeless person can come to me with a, a $10 million proposal shit. I'm listening. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my God, you stink. You're homeless. Get the fuck away from me. Like, you just lost that. Like, like Tupac, I mean, no, like Ice Cube said, you ain't got a lie to kick it. Yeah, you don't. And that's, <laughs> If I just told somebody that shirt. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't got a lot of kick it, bro. You don't have to fake you don't have to fake it till you make it. There's so how do you feel about Hollywood and their entire role in the music industry? How do you feel like it's some bullshit? <laughs> some bullshit. I got something interesting. This might this may or may not blow your mind. Um for those of you who might be listening or not, uh where do you think Hollywood came from, the term? Does anyone really know what a Hollywood is? I'm about to blow your motherfucking minds. So a Hollywood is something the ancient Druids used to, it was a tree, like a holly tree. And they would take and craft wands out of those fucking things to cast spells on people with, supposedly. But symbolically, 
I mean, cast okay. spells on people. I mean, so yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, and that's why I wasn't going to go that deep because I didn't know that, so I can't even. Tell. <laughs> Don't go down that rabbit hole, bro. This ain't yeah, this ain't a conspiracy that. podcast. I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna go that deep, but it's kind of along the line. Something that's why I said it's bullshit because. When people say Hollywood, you thinking like, you know, first thing, actors, you know. And that's actors, singers, porn stars, uh, influencers, idols. You see what I'm saying? And like what people, you know, like this, we ain't gonna go that deep into it, but you know, depending on who you is and what walk of life it is, some 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 people idols can be good, but really you ain't supposed to idolize any or say. But that's another story. But only thing I'm just saying is, like, when you got Hollywood influenced and shit like that, bro, it's gonna be a lot of acting and fake shit because mm-hmm. Hollywood. You feel? That's why I brought up the issue, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. So if I get shot, killed, and go missing, <laughs> you will know why. You know, I, got, I, I, I was listening to the song that, that the, this rapper said. You know, I kind of wish I had actor friends. Only because you couldn't tell that they were acting, you know, because there's so many yeah. fake ass people around you that just want to yeah. be around you because of where you're going and what you're doing. I don't know. That that was just I was just thinking about that. that. I can feel that though because like my uh, my people's he you know I got my people he do acting you know what I'm saying he do the little skits he do the, he 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 do like comedy skits and shit all his people do comedy and skits. And I made that comment one time. Like, we was talking about something, and I said, Nick, you acting right now? Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, and it was funny, but like mentally, you know, I'm, I'm real big on words and, and scenarios and events. And I believe everything happened for a reason. It's kind of like, damn, not in a bad way towards him, but it's kind of like, I couldn't imagine hanging around people like that. And you have to ask them, like, what the fuck is you act- acting right now? Like, you just want to. I know you good for this yeah. shit. <laughs> hey man, some of my exes could fucking have an Oscar. That's for damn sure. They're so good at faking shit. By that day. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's yeah. So I can relate. Um so how has you know the COVID, the pandemic affected your music or affected your writing or affected you personally? Um has it know, helped? Has it helped? Has it, you know It had it has because it's kinda like it get it it get a chance to sit and it forces you to think. It don't, but the folks that's really tapped in and really trying to do some shit, it will, and it'll make you like get more on yourself and go harder. You know what I'm saying? And like fall with my music and shit, it kind of forced me to get better at it because I was getting to a point where I was so proud of in my life and all the bullshit that was going on with it. I was just like subconsciously pushing that shit, bite, bite, and like I got I got to handle this, I got to do this, I got to do that, and then like mm-hmm. couple. I mean, you tripping. You need to, you need to really tap in with that shit. And then when this shit happened, when it first happened, it kind of forced me to just write and, you know, kind of get in the mood to back doing it. And then when goddamn they start opening up shit, start just going to the studio. And then it's been to a point now. Like sometimes I just go push up because I, you know, I know them people personally. And we cool. I just go to sometimes just to kick it and be around the vibe, just to get motivated, sit and listen to them boys make beats. You know, if people allow us sitting there and listen to other folks session in with them and stuff, kind of get motivated and back, you know, okay, yeah, 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 let me get back into it. You know what I'm saying? I like this vibe. I like this whole cadence. So it really has influenced me. You know what I'm saying? The only thing negative I'll say, 
that's been about it. Shit, I ain't been able to go shoot ball here. I've been able to be able to be active. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. A lot of social distance crap. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, Jake, everyone social distances from you even before COVID. So, <laughs> can you blame him? all this sexiness, man? Come on. Oh yeah. So, um, what are you currently working on? You know, since you said you've been able to go to the studio and shit and vibe off of other people and do your own shit. So, what are you working on currently? All right. So, I just finished the tape up. You know what I'm saying? Bible, you know, dropping that on Thanksgiving. I might drop it a little earlier, but I always like to set a later date. I decide to drop it and surprise motherfuckers, you know. In other words, they better be fucking thankful that you're dropping that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I thought it to this, but, you know, it's like, now I'm serious shit. I, um, I got like one more track that I got to get down when I to send the sessions, you know, if I and stuff like that. And then that'll be done. And then, oh, so he gonna. We talked about it, so he gonna see this when he watch it. So talk to you, John. <laughs> you know, hopefully, me and him can finish. Well, not finish, but start a old project that we used to do back in the day that we kind of got straight away from called Shadow Games. Hopefully, me and him can drop a new one because me and him had like two mixtapes that we dropped together. Well, now that you're talking about it, you're putting that fire under his butt, man. Now he's got other people that know you guys should be doing some shit. So come on, man. <laughs> Actually putting it under me because he sent me a trite. Oh, so oh, you're so, slacking. So, so you're slacking. Yeah. Come on, man. No, like I'm on it, my boy. You know, hey, what I'm get saying? The, get that lighter and light it up under your ass, bro. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like we we here, it is. It ain't like how I would four mil get lock in together. So, you know, I'm trying to make it where I can actually go to go down to Florida for a little while and record with him because I always like recording around brother had me sending him songs. You know, and shit, shit like that. I believe me and that man probably get together and come up with like 40, 50 songs easy. Well, I mean, if you guys if you guys are recording in front of each other, you got someone be like, nah, that was shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that way yeah. you don't have to sit and be like, oh, man, I don't like that part. I was off in that cadence. Fuck. Yeah. You got yeah, another person there helping you. You know, and vice versa, I definitely let him know. So, yeah. It's all love. Yeah. That's what's up. Okay. Well, um, I mean, do you have anything else you'd like to share with our listeners or anyone, any of your fans that might be listening? Yeah, man. Um, So, you know, 309 out now on Audio Mac. You see him? And you know, audio mat type in 309 DT to pull up anything you look for me on any social media sites Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that. Now, yeah, I'm not on Apple, yet, but no one gonna be on this so. soon. But 309 DT, man, 309 DT, and you know, that's about it, man. Awesome. So, before, and- before you go, I gotta ask one more question. I have one more after you're done. So two okay, more questions. You, you go first. You go first. Go ahead. All right, so, so for any uh, aspiring musicians and artists, do you have any um, like advice that you could share with them or any kind of tips that you'd be willing to part with? Yeah, I do. Like the best advice I could give to them, bro, would be, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't just jump for anything. 
Trust yourself more than you trust others first. You feel me, man? Because you ain't gonna lie to yourself. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. And you know, and, and you gotta love yourself, bro. And when and I feel like only real folk gonna understand it. You gotta love yourself and understand who you is before you try to tell folks. I feel like as long as new artists understand that right there, like uh, they know that this shit ain't gonna be easy. They know who they is. They love themselves, bro, and they trust themselves. They got it. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So my last question, and I already heard your answer um, once before. So, you know, and I have to ask every rapper this. Um, oh God. Tupac or Biggie? <laughs> It's an important question. Right, you know, right. it, Andre 3000. <laughs> Andre 3000? <laughs> this this Remember, ain't no, this the wrong answer. This ain't no I'm multiple gonna, choice. I'm going to stay in the safe zone. I'm just going to stay in the safe zone. <laughs> Andre 3000, thou has something to say. I, I mean, I, I'll agree with you on that one. He's a he's fucking badass. Yeah. And like I and like I like and the only reason I said that is because, you know, the previous podcast, I said growing up, those like outcasts and those type of people was more of an influence to me than Pac and, than Pac and Biggie was. I yeah. didn't get exposed until I got older. Like I said, I found my mom's Tupac CD. And that's what <laughs> me on the pop. And it was this girl that I was dating once upon a time, you know what I'm saying? She put me on she I was I knew who Biggie was, but she was so hardcore Biggie, bro. Like the shit didn't make no sense. It was like she like don't disrespect my nigga. Like I'm like God damn, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like I felt like I had to listen to Biggie, bro. Yeah. You know, like getting the ox court is Biggie all fucking day, and you better not complain about it. She going in your shit. So you know, it's kind of like for me, it's gotta be it's gotta be Dre, man, because shit, I'd be lying if I didn't say. They got their bonds over bad dad one one of the hardest songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> hey man, E40's got some hard shit too, bro. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And and that he does Master P. And I'm not just Master saying P. this because of mm-hmm. the shit that's going on, but like like I said, bro, I grew up on those type of people. Pimp C. You know, the UGK movement. It's every there's you'll be surprised. Like I said, zero. It's a lot of under like underground artists that came up back in South from that I know about, that I listen to, that made the... I have to ask you this. Wu-Tang. Do you know who... Wu-Tang? Yeah, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. is another artist hey, that oh, fucking influenced. Come on, casual everything around me. 36 Chambers. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. What were you going to say, Jake? Um, I was going to ask him if he's ever heard of Ice-T. I mean, how, how could you not hear of Ice-T? For, come on, dude. That's like a, dude, Come okay. on, dude. I'm Have you heard of Body Count? Have you heard of Body Count? It's like rap rock. Body Count? Yeah, have you heard of Body Count? I have not heard of Body That's Count. That's why I asked you if you know Ice-T. Dude, okay, so Ice-T, he's got this rap rock band. It's pretty fucking badass. It's it's cool. You know, it's it's an acquired taste. But so if you, don't know, if you don't know about Ice-T, Ice-T works with a lot of heavy metal bands rock bands metalcore bands he's been in he's featured in a lot of their songs you know he raps in like hardcore music and he even had a station on um sirius f xm where he 
release or released rap and rock songs all in the same station so people could listen to both um he's a huge lover of metal and shit like that so you'll see him in metal metal festivals and shit like that um all over the place yeah yeah one of my favorite songs from him is talk shit get shot like that's it's it's a it's bad it's bad but it's Mine's is Colors, and that's because of the movie. I I used to love, I still I used to, I love that movie Colors. And I seen it when I was young, and I like I was so young, I couldn't understand what was going on. I knew what was going on, but I didn't know. But I just remember that song, Colors, 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 Colors. <laughs> like, just around saying that shit. Nobody, what the fuck? Nobody know what I was saying, but I was sneaking and watching that movie. I was supposed to be watching this shit, but, you know, so like, <laughs> I, 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 I get it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what uh, Jay-Z and Linkin Park did. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much the same thing, yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's a huge influencer. It's pretty pretty badass because, you know, you get a feel for two worlds in one. So it's pretty cool. But um, So that's it. That's pretty much all I have. Um, I really appreciate you coming on the show. It was, you know, good time. And if you're yeah, we had a blast. You know. This is the most fun we've had all week. Shit, man, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, my boy, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that love, man. All right, man. Take well, it easy. That was a great interview with right, uh, DT. Three hundred nine DT. You know, he he likes the three hundred nine in front of his name, just so people kind of, I guess, advertising um, kind of associate that number with him. But you know, awesome guy, great musician, um, great artist. If you haven't heard him, um, you know Jacob will tell you where to listen to him. Well, you can definitely find him on Spotify. You can find him on YouTube. I don't know about Apple Music just yet, but he's up there. You can find him anywhere. So definitely do your due diligence. Listen to his stuff. It's really awesome. You'll like it. I liked it. Um, outside of that, we hope to definitely hear more from him. He's releasing something on Thanksgiving. So yeah. definitely check into that. It's supposed to be fire. Um, as far as us, we have our merchandise, you know, we have our shirts, we have our, um, our cups and mugs and other stuff. So be sure you check that out. It should be right up above. Right there. Thank you guys. We love you so much and stay tuned for our next episode coming out about a week. About a week. That's correct. All right. Take it easy guys.